the romance trope that I'm into is like the shapeshifter. If I'm going to read a romance, it needs to involve some shapeshifting. Welcome to Bubbles and Books, a podcast about two of the best things in life, books and champagne, brought to you by Amanda and Ellen, co-owners of your local independent bookstore, Dog-Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. First, give me a cheers. Okay. Okay, we're ready. And books are sexy. All right. Rachel did our wine shopping for us today. So there's a lot of pressure on her to deliver on a good drinking experience. And if she doesn't... Off with her head. Demerit. She picked us a sparkling wine, a cava, from Barcelona, Spain. So we're mixing it up today. So... I think our listeners should know that today we're not drinking at 9 a.m. It is I know. 12.50 p.m. It's after it's noon. Late. I know. So I should say this is from the Mestra Vineyard in Barcelona. We should give them credit. It's a nice, easy remove cork. Beautiful. And no messes today. It smells like bread. Oh, no. Don't say the I y didn't word. say the word intentionally. Smells like bread. Smells really good. Very aromatic. You know what? It's bubble. Oh, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Bread, freshly baked bread. Croissant. A croissant. Croissant. My mom brought me a croissant this morning. I haven't eaten it yet. Oh, that's so generous. She knows your love. I need to top you off. She knows bread makes me happy. All right, let's talk books. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that wasn't very satisfying. Try again. Cheers. Cheers. That's a little bit better. Amanda, what are you reading? I'm excited about this one. Okay. I didn't know it was coming out. I don't know why I missed it, but it's called 10 Steps to Nanette by Hannah Gadsby. So my interest is piqued because I watched Hannah's one-hour comedy special called Nanette. And that's because my husband's obsessed with comedy specials. He is like really annoying. He'll watch them with earbuds on and he'll just like laugh obnoxiously (laughs) because he knows a lot of them I don't like. I don't really like. It's almost like when you're listening to NASCAR and there's that kind of soundtrack to it. There's something about comedy specials, the shitty ones, (laughs) that I hate the soundtrack of it. Um, but there's a few that have been really good and Annette's one of them. And I was talking to Tommy who works with us as a bookseller, um, about it. And it's, it's almost like it wasn't a comedy special because she's taking the premise of what we do in comedy, which is a lot of self-deprecation and making fun of people's oddities and uniqueness and saying, this is not okay. I spent my career, my life beating on myself for other people's entertainment. And you as the listeners are at fault for coming to comedy specials, expecting that kind of laughter for me to see myself. Yeah. So she made huge waves in the comedy world, which I did not realize at the time, but I remember thinking this is something different. This is something totally different. Her background's in art history. She loves art history, but there was a lot about um, taking down the patriarchy about misogyny, white men, white straight men. Um, and so it, it had a huge impact when I watched it. And so this book is about her childhood, her realization that she was queer, um, what it was like growing up in Tasmania, which was an incredibly homophobic place in the 90s. 
and how she found comedy and then rejected comedy and then made a huge name for herself. So I'm about halfway through and it's really interesting. I would highly recommend watching the comedy special in the net. Is it on, where you stream it? Netflix. Netflix, okay. Mm-hmm. So you can watch it on Netflix and then you can pick up the book. I just think she's a really special person and her book is funny. Cool. So what are you reading? So I finished Yesterday Morning Before Book Club, The Lincoln Highway. I loved it. I, um, I'm i so relieved. Yeah, it was a little bit of a slow burn for me. Um, like I liked it fine. And then I got, once I kind of realized like what he was doing, um, I I've kind of fell in love with it and he's got such uh as you said such beauty and truth in it but really memorable characters like there are characters in that book that will stay with me right and I love when a writer can do that so uh last night I was like trying to figure out what to read next. I know and I didn't know where you're gonna settle <sighs> I was like I just couldn't decide and I ended up going with um a book that I that I see on our shelves that's a new release in um mystery thriller called the club the club by ellery ellery lloyd yeah it's a reese pick yes okay which is why it was kind of on my radar so it's like because reese you know like she picks pretty, good books pretty readable books mm-hmm. so anyway um the premise is that there's sort of this elite club for a-listers and they have uh and they're like resorts and they're all around the world and the newest one is opening, and it's called Island Home. Except for it's not a tropical island. It's, like, off of, like, England. You know? Okay. And the only way you can get to it is on this, like, causeway that's, yeah. like, two miles long, and half the time the tide covers it, so you can't. So This sounds like, and then there were none. It is a little bit like that. So it's about to open, and they're doing their launch of this new resort. Mm-hmm. So only, like, the best of the best have been invited mm-hmm. to this launch. And what we know is that somebody's dead in the woods and two people are in some Land Rover sunk at the bottom of the ocean. Wow. That's what we know early on. And so the way it's told is from varying perspectives. So one is like the brother of the guy who owns it. One is the head housekeeper. One is the person who's in charge of like membership. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like interspersed in that is sort of the news story investigation it's been six months and so it kind of like reads like an article for a while and then Mm -hmm. it will like go into perspectives during the time and then go back to the article so it's what we know is that there's this huge media to do because it's all involves celebrities Mm -hmm. and there's like at least three dead people Uh, but that's all i know so far uh but i'm enjoying it you know it's like one of those quick uh you know fun reads the mm-hmm. little bit of the locked room situation because they're on this island and there's only so oh and also like there's a village on the mainland um connected to the causeway and they are not happy about this right resort going in so there's like that aspect too so it's a little bit of a locked room type of mystery there's only like a finite number of people who could have done this and I, but i don't even know what they did yet so Sounds and good. I'm actually, I'm a fair, I'm a fair amount into it. I'm not right at the beginning. That's what I was going to say. It so sounds like you took off with it. I did. So I kind of like that they haven't told me like who's dead yet. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that's, that's what I'm reading. Good job. Thank you. Okay. So this week, our topic of conversation is not nearly as erudite as last week's. 
Okay, we're going to play a game. We're going to keep it light. And you know why we're going to keep it light? Because we have a very busy next couple of weeks at the bookstore. Right. And one thing that people should know about a lot of book readers is that we're introverts. And so we love all the things, but we also have to gear ourselves up for it. So we're we going to conserve it, our energy. We are. So we're going to keep it light today. We're going to play a game. I'm really excited. Here's the game. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I am going to read you a title. Uh-huh. And you have to guess whether the book is a thriller or a romance. Okay. And you'll tell me right away? Yeah, we may discuss your reasoning. We'll see. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Okay. I played this with Mariah earlier. Hit me. Collision of Lies. Thriller. You're right. Yes. Lies. Lies are, that's a common. True. The wife or the lies or something like that. Okay. The organ broker. That's disturbing. Well, it depends what kind of organ we're talking about. The organ broker. Ooh, okay. Romance. Gross, Amanda. It's a thriller. Ew. <laughs> Disturbing. How'd you think somebody fall in love with a door-to-door organ salesman? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it could be a thing. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Perfect assumption. That would be a romance. Okay, you're right. The perfect part. <sighs> okay. The embalmer. Ew. Thriller. <laughs> You can't imagine a mortuary romance. Mm-mm. Surely this is a genre. I want to after after we're done. I want to know where you came up with these titles. You don't want to know the poet in the RV. Oh my god, romance! God, you're too good at this. Okay, immaculate deception, thriller, romance. It's a Russian mafia romance. <laughs> <laughs> Make it up to me. Romance. Thriller. The asset. Thriller. Okay, good job. Quick fix. Romance. Thriller. Hmm. Hard as stone. Ew. <laughs> Romance. Good job. Demon seed. <laughs> Thriller. <laughs> okay, you're right. The dalliance of leopards. Romance. It's a thriller. Oh my god. <laughs> Her main risk. Is this your book? No. Okay. Um, Romance. It is, and it's actually the state of Maine. Her main risk. Whoa. So you can imagine this is a New England romance. Now, these titles are really horrible. I'd love to see the average like Goodreads writing on these. Because of the titles or any indication. The Elf Tangent. Oh my God. <laughs> Thriller. Romance. Whoa. It's when you're like just dating regular guys and then it's like, I think I'm going to go on a tangent. Really? Date an elf. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> just making the, the use of the word tangent is very confusing. <laughs> well, I mean, we can imagine. Rattle some cages. Thriller. Romance. Ew. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
the second coming. Ew. <laughs> it better be a thriller. <laughs> it's a thriller. Okay, good. God, what are you thinking? Yeah. <clears throat> a good one to throw in to this. Uh, a legitimate businessman. Romance. Thriller. <laughs> Doesn't sound very thrilling. The apparatus. Ew. Thriller. Yeah, it's a thriller. <laughs> Into Alaska. Romance. Yep. Noble Retribution. Romance. Thriller. The Coffin Dancer. Ew. <laughs> thriller. Good job. Um, <clears throat> the Billionaire's Surrogate. Whoa. Romance. Yes. Good job. But again weird okay <clears throat> pop goes the weasel <laughs> thriller yeah caught in the act romance yeah good job the third nanny thriller okay good all nanny ones mm. you're right <clears throat> merfolk romance <laughs> Thriller. What? <laughs> All right, we'll do a couple more. Like mother, like daughter. <laughs> Thriller. Yeah. Okay, let's see. What's a good one? What's a tricky one? Promise kept. Romance. Good job. Thanks. All right, we'll be done with How many did you have? 40. That's impressive. <laughs> but I've been jumping around. So okay, how did you find these? What? More. Huh. You want more? Okay. Summer sweat. Romance. Ding, ding, ding. Oaths and omissions. Thriller. Romance. Country gold. That is 100% a romance. Good job. Um, return to Retribution Bay. Thriller. Romance. What? <laughs> the body in the boot. Romance. <laughs> what kind of romance would that be? I'm thinking of another it's, country one. It's a thriller. Do you know what kind of boot she's talking about? <clears throat> no. It's a thriller. Oh, the trunk. Trunk of a car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. City of Sin. Thriller? Romance. Mm. I want to use it there. Okay, let's see. Night Revelations. Thriller. Romance. <laughs> First Thrills. Romance. Thriller. Catching Heat. Thriller. Romance. <laughs> Highland Wolf. Romance. Yeah, you're right. So where did you find these? How did you find these titles? The interwebs, Amanda. What did you, did you Google like most ridiculous titles? No, I just started Googling thrillers, thriller books, romance books. And I did a lot of scrolling down. I'm really impressed with what you found, but I'm also but like. I had to find titles that you didn't know. I know. It's ridiculous. It's, I don't know. I would not want to be responsible. I'm horrible at naming things. We've been talking about this. We've been talking about the summer reading challenge we're going to have for kids. 
we need a name for it. And I came up with a very cheesy name and it may stick, but like, I hate naming things. I wouldn't want to name a book, but these are awful. Well, I think that's a little presumptuous of you. Who, you know what? The organ broker might make perfect sense if you read the book. Adalians of Leopards piques my interest. I wonder if that's part of that series that we know about what it is like uh, polar bears. I don't think it's part of that, that series. series. But isn't it like a... A blizzard of polar bears. something like that. And then it's like a something a of... vortex of... of vultures. I don't know. It's something like... But it's not even that. It doesn't even... It's not like the same letter either there's no literature no it's like a vortex of bison or something yeah uh exactly (laughs) and i'm sure if we read the books we would understand i'm sure we would so let's talk about what we have to look forward to paperbacks all right hold on do we have anything exciting coming out out in paperback this week is the music of bees by eileen garvin so this was kind of one of those like if you like sort of a relationship-based heartfelt type of story about like the beauty of life this might be one for you so three strangers who are each going through something like they're grieving something or they're going through some sort of tribulation uh, are brought together at a honeybee farm and there they kind of form this unexpected friendship and a sense of community so it's just about uh making connection in the midst of um adversity it sounds really cool yeah it's a pretty cover, too. It is. So I'll tell you about Cheat Cheat. That's hard to say. By cheat Cheat. Cheat Cheat. Cheat Cheat. By Sarah Adams. We brought this in for our newly established romance section. Our readers are very enthusiastic about their rom-coms. And our rom-com book club, Between the Covers, is our one of our best attended. So we're really paying attention to those readers' tastes. Um, Cheat Cheat is one of the books we brought in for them. Um, it went viral on TikTok and has since been republished by Penguin Random House with an additional chapter and a Q and A with the author, which is kind of a fun thing that some authors do bonus chapters when things are reissued. Um, this follows the trope of friends to lovers. Mm. And yeah, in this Mm -hmm. case, (laughs) it's Brie Camden. Brie. Brie Camden. Okay. She's best friends with Nathan Donaldson, and he is a super hot NFL legend. Obviously. Right. And she's in love with him, but she's kept it a secret. Well, because you don't want to compromise the friendship, Amanda. I I know. But he gives no indication he has similar romantic feelings. Go ahead, Rachel, rom-com expert. She's raising her hand. Just so you know, if you love podcasts, the Between the Covers Books podcast recently just produced an episode on Friends Friends to to Lovers. Lovers. I saw that. So you can hit up (laughs) wherever you get your podcast and really take in the whole trope of Friends to Lovers. So in this case, I feel like Rattle Some Cages is not going to be one of those romances, but go on. Right. (laughs) Some of those sounded like really sketchy. I'm just saying. Um, I wouldn't want to be involved. Really sketchy. They're like not healthy romances. There might be sex involved. We're very much into Fifty Shades of Grey territory. I feel right. This one is very clean. Okay. Who's interested in a clean romance? Well, it's an NFL hottie. Is there sex, Rachel? 
I'm sure there's sex. Um, but Brie is an aspiring professional ballerina. I mean, seriously. Um, but she's in a car accident, so she can't pursue that professionally anymore. But she wants to have a ballet studio. Mm. But like many small businesses, raising rent prices are a challenge. Her Luckily friend, she has a rich best friend. I know. And so when he swoops in to solve her problems, she's pissed off. She's kind of like, I want to do this on my own. And who are we even? Why would you give me all that money? Don't give me money. Just screw me. Yeah. I want your love, not your money. But anyway, I don't know if that's actually what they talk about. But there's tension. And there's also going to be a fake dating scenario that comes into play. Okay, okay. So I think this is going to satisfy a lot of our rom-com readers. Now, in hardcovers, tell me about the first one on your list. Okay, so one is Unmasked, My Life-Solving America's Cold Cases by Paul Holes. So Detective Paul Holes has helped solve a number of, like, notorious cases in California, but what he's most known for is helping to solve the Golden State Killer case. Mm -hmm. And if you are a reader of true crime at all, you probably know who he is because he was the detective that Michelle McNamara relied upon when she was researching the Golden State Killer for her book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which has probably been the biggest true crime book, right? you know, um, in the last many years. So... Anyway, this is his memoir. So in it, he talks about a lot of the cases, including the Golden State Killer case, Mm -hmm. that he was a part of. But it's also him reflecting on, like, the personal cost that comes with doing that kind of work. So, like, how many things, you know, did he miss with his children? In what ways was he not there for his wife? In what ways did he not take care of himself because he was so, you know, committed yeah. To solving these crimes. And they are life and death. Like that yeah. often plays into the backstory of the fictional detective mysteries that we love reading. Yeah. The cost that comes with doing that work. And, you know, I will say that he's kind of a handsome fella. Mm, I'll have to look at the dust jacket. <laughs> you do have to look. It's a nice picture. of it. The whole back of it is a picture of Paul Holes. So, you know. Check him out. I'm just check him out. That's all I'm saying. Right. Um, I'm excited about the new book from AJ Jacobs. Me too. I know. Who wrote The Puzzler. So this book is all about puzzles, why they're an enduring form of entertainment, and why they're good for our brains. He explores all different kinds of puzzles. Jigsaw, crossword, Sudoku, Rubik's Cube, like the world's most difficult versions, the biggest challenges. Um, We're avid puzzlers. Yes, we are. And we I mean, we jigsaw. We're even talking about forming a competitive jigsaw puzzling team right. with Rachel. Ellen wants us to be competitors and travel for competitions. I think we can be. I think we have the skill. Right. Uh, but I also love the crossword, yep. the New York Times crossword. Mm-hmm. I do usually do the Sudoku every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love puzzles. All puzzles. I love A.J. Jacobs because I think he writes really, he takes on really interesting projects. So he wrote The Year of Living biblically. Yeah. And he took the Bible literally for a year. He tried to follow every law set forth in the Bible. How'd that go? I think it was pretty comical, but I mean, he really did it. Like clothing, hair, food, um, day-to-day living, um, prayer. I think part of it was to illuminate uh, religious groups 
like uh, help you better understand some of the rules that they follow and what their life is like and more humanize them, but also call attention to the fact that we're very inconsistent in our application of the rules of the Bible. Right. We're like focused if we're really on gonna, ones. If we're really going to take it literally, then right. this is what it would look we like. We can't cherry yeah. pick and just focus on some and make them social issues if we're not going to take them all. And what would it look like if we took them all? Yeah. So that was very interesting. He also wrote The Know-It-All, which was a year that he spent reading the Encyclopedia Britannica, which I think <laughs> is a really cool concept. I have um, a set of really old Encyclopedia Britannicas at home. Yeah, it'd be really fun to yeah. read it. I okay. remember like when we were in grade school, that's how you do your research. Right. You go to the library and you can pull down. I'm looking, to, I'm researching wombats. Yeah. <laughs> you'd find the W Encyclopedia Britannica and you'd read the three paragraphs about wombats and that would be your report. Right. The good old days. The good days. Trusted sources. Tell me about uh, one other that okay. you know about. The Children on the Hill by Jennifer McMahon. So mm -hmm. she wrote The Drowning Kind. Um, which was kind of popular. I think um, one of our booksellers, I want to say Danica, uh, maybe Danica's wife was really into this book. Okay. Um, and it's inspired, uh, the, the new one, The Children on the Hill is inspired by Frankenstein. So there's kind of like two stories, two timelines happening here. And I'm not exactly sure how they connect. But okay. They both take place in Vermont. So in 1978, there's this renowned Vermont psychiatrist, Helen Hildreth. And she takes care of her grandkids all the time. She's got two young grandchildren. And one day she brings home a child who becomes a playmate to her grandchildren. Okay. Okay. So that is one storyline. Mm -hmm. And then the other storyline is that it's present time and there's a podcaster named Lizzie Shelley, which is Shelley. obviously coming from Mary Shelley. Yeah. And she goes to Vermont where a young girl has just been abducted and there's been a monster sighting. So these two storylines have to be connected. Mm -hmm. um, and Do you I, think it's a, it, it's on the fringes of horror, maybe? I'm not sure. I don't okay. know. We'll find out. But I do, I think uh, Frankenstein is one of the more enduring classics. And not too many twists on that story have been done. No. And I mean, I, I used to teach high school English and I really hated teaching literature because I didn't like, you know, that. <clears throat> there are certain books that we say are important for kids to read and maybe not at the expense of other books. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but the one book I really did enjoy teaching that was part of that canon was Frankenstein. Right. Because it's so, it can be applied today. And it's so. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. It's one of our best selling. We've got a very neat classics. Um, cover of Frankenstein yeah. at our store. Yeah. Right. I have a late addition to the new releases that I'm excited about. I always love when we get in a new picture book that's going to be really fun to read aloud. And I remember ordering this one. It was It's called I Was Born a Baby. It was written by Meg Fleming and illustrated by Brandon James Scott. And why I love this one is because it features lots of baby animals telling each other what they were called when they were born. So a baby's born a baby, a horse is born a colt, a pig is born a piglet. Um, there's rhyming, which kids always love. It's cute illustrations. Too. Right. But the humor comes from the examples of animals that share their baby name. So a little penguin says, I was born a chick. And then this little baby chicken <laughs> says, no way, no how that can't be true. Because the chick is like, I'm a chick. And then these, the flamingo, Me the too. ostrich. I know, we're all chicks. 
um, they all say, I'm a chick, I'm a chick, I'm a chick. And then you go back to the distinct animal names and you keep running into these overlaps of common animal names like calves and kids. Um, And you learn a few fun um, animal baby names like porcupet. There's a baby porcupine, I guess. Mm. And, um, And then in the end, we find out we find out that the baby, I was born a baby, but I grew into a kid. And then there's a, a fun little twist at the end about the word kid. So this will be a fun read aloud. I'm going to read okay. it this week at Story Hour. Um, that's at 10 a.m. on Wednesday. Oh, actually, I'm not going to read it. I get to, I'm, I am actually taking my mom to a doctor's appointment because that's what you do for your moms. Um, but Rachel. Rachel, you're going to read I Was Born a Baby. Rachel's going to read it, and she's going to have Stuffed Lovey by her side. Yes, Stuffed Lovey. So hopefully the kids won't be disappointed. Okay. Uh, what's going on Thursday, Ellen? Okay, so we, we have a very big week this mm-hmm. week. So Thursday is Music Walk. This is a downtown event. It's from 5 to 8 o'clock. It was amazing last year, and mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what it's like this year because, you know, we've got less restrictions with mm-hmm. COVID and all that. But um, I last I checked, there are 40 participating businesses, almost 40 participating businesses and musicians. So if you come downtown from 5 to 8 on Thursday, you can walk all up and down Main Street and all right. of those side streets. And all of these businesses will be open and they'll be hosting local musicians. So we are hosting Ben Schrag, who's a friend to the store. Yeah. Um, he regularly helps us in our back office. <laughs> he does. And he... Um, He's, he's a very talented musician. So he'll be playing guitar, mm-hmm. singing songs. We're going to have um, a musical, signature cocktail. Yeah, musical mojito yeah. made with a locally produced simple syrup that has orange and mint um, elements to it, naturally flavored. Um, this is someone who will be um, selling her products um, downtown during farmer's market this summer. So oh, get a awesome. taste of her, her product this Thursday with the musical mojito. It's music walk is such a great event. You know, if you know, whether you come with your friends or your family, like be outside, enjoy just being downtown. Um, and I, I'm guessing the weather will be pretty nice. So, all right. Now, Amanda, the big day, the big day is Saturday. We're both going to be here. Lovey's going to be here. We That's what you here. all want to know about. We will be here all day. We'll be here all day because it is Independent Bookstore Book Day. Day. So this is a day that booksellers celebrate what we do, uh, what makes us unique. It's not Bookstore Day. It's Independent Bookstore Day. Yep. And what uh, celebrating everything that you get out of having an indie bookstore in your community. Um, we have some fun things for you. We're offering 10% off all of our store branded merchandise. We have these really cool maps of independent bookstores all across the Midwest. So they, it, They're really beautifully illustrated. Mm-hmm. They're super cool. Like you, we have one framed and up in the store. Right. Nebraska, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Chicago, Missouri, Kansas. Um, it shows all the indie bookstores across the Midwest. So you can keep it in your car if you're on a road trip. You can always find an indie bookstore to drive to. It's worth the drive. She knows Chicago's not a state, Rachel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Chicago. It's just a high concentration of bookstores. Illinois. Well, I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, that. it's Illinois. <laughs> um, so there's that. Well, so with if, purchase, you can get one of those maps. Plus a cool vinyl sticker 
which is the MIBA, the Midwest Independent Bookseller Association illustration of our bookstore. Yeah. Um, which is really neat. So we'll hand those out with every book purchase. Um, we'll have balloons for kids. Right. But the fun thing we're doing unique this uh, year. We're so excited about this. Is the Central Iowa Independent Bookstore Passport. Okay. So this is what is cool. Independent bookstores really are a truly collaborative and supportive industry. Mm-hmm. So we're working together. Right. Like, and so I'm so excited about it. If you come into any of the participating bookstores on any bookstore day, you can get your passport and your first stamp. So it's us, Beaverdale Books, Storyhouse Book Pub, Raccoon River Press, Page Turners, and Reading in Public. So this is like all of them are Des Moines area, we're Ames, Page Turners, Indianola. So all kind of within an hour's drive. Mm-hmm. So you can come to any of those locations, get your passport stamped on any bookstore day. And then you have all of the month of May to go around and hit the other bookstores and get your passport stamped. Once you have two stamps, you unlock a 15% discount. But the cool thing is once you get it all stamped, you can turn it in at your last bookstore and we will do a drawing. And what can somebody win, Amanda? I can look at the picture. It's a totally cool swag bag. I know, it's a swag bag, but I want to tell you what's all in it. And it's from all of the participating stores, and it's a value of probably about $300. Right. Uh, We contributed our very popular Doggered Books logo sweatshirt. The sweatshirt is what everybody loves, and we love it. We wear it, like, I would wear it every day. Sweater weather. Yeah, sweater weather. That's (laughs) how we introduced it. So... Other people have contributed, let's see, read books and be kind to people, t-shirt, um, indie bookstores are my jam, tote, read together Des Moines, um, tote, a candle, a couple books, a read past your bedtime t-shirt. Isn't there like a travel coffee mug? Yeah, a little travel. Yeah. So lots of really fun things. This is the best of Central Iowa indie book selling in one prize. So if you love books and you love independent bookstores this is your chance to celebrate all of the amazing independent bookstores you have right in your area and if you are not in iowa it's independent bookstore day all over so find your indie bookstore wherever you're at um, and support them yeah it'll be a really fun day last saturday or independent bookstore day last year was our favorite day of the whole year it was so fun yeah so we loved it we loved it so Cheers. Cheers. To the exciting week ahead. To the exciting week ahead. Remember, uh, subscribe, like, follow, because you want to find out what's happening in Dog Eared Books every single week. Yeah. And if you don't live in Ames, you can always follow us on social or hit our website to order books. Follow us at, at Dog Eared Books Ames or at Dog Eared Books on TikTok. All right, listeners, keep the champagne flowing and the books going. This is so great! It's so great! <laughs> <laughs>